Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Thank you for choosing this special spotlight on the golden age of radio. I'm Patrick Riley, host of The Riley and Kimmy Show. Our featured golden age of radio production will be uninterrupted for your listening pleasure. After this tribute, please visit our website, RileyandKimmy.com, for our archived daily episodes. Our episodes focus on the world of old-time radio, nostalgia, and pop culture trivia. That's RileyandKimmy.com. Ah, uh, 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 don't touch that dial. Listen to... <laughs> and now, since our weekly visit to the Bumsteads falls on Christmas Day, we find them surrounded by ex-Christmas packages and what came out of them. Dagwood's on the couch, relaxing after dinner, and somewhere, not quite far enough off, Baby beats a toy drum. And at the desk... Blondie is checking over some figures of her own. Dagwood, hmm? I've been going over the list of people who sent us Christmas cards. Hmm? And the list of people we sent cards to. Uh-huh. You can't win, Dagwood. Uh-huh. It's always the same way. This year, we sent three cards to people who didn't send us any. Oh, well. We got plenty. That isn't it, Dagwood. Six people sent us cards that we didn't send any to. Now, isn't that terrible? Well, we could send three extras we got to three people we didn't and uh, come out three ahead. No, no, Dagwood. No? We'll have to make up for it next year. Mm -hmm. Look, Blondie, let's not start figuring on next year yet, huh? I'm all tired out from this one. Oh. Hey, who gave Baby Dumpling that drum? Mr. Fuddle. Ah, spite work. Oh, no, Dagwood. I'll bet it was. Just because I gave their little Alvin a bugle. Hey, look at Daddy. Look at Mommy. I'm up and right. Yes, we see you, baby. Yeah, we hear you too, baby. Look, go be a parade over at Fuddles. Oh, huh? now, Dagwood, it's Christmas. I know, but I was up practically all night helping Santa Claus. Oh, did you see him, Daddy? Huh? <clears throat> oh, sure. Did he say what he was so mad about? Uh, huh? How's that, baby? Oh, Sandy never gets mad. He was last night. I heard him. Oh, dear. Uh, what did you hear, baby? Well, I heard a big bump, and it woke me up. And then I heard Santa hollering that he stepped on a roller skate. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You must remember not to leave those skates around, baby. Suppose Sandy did get mad and never came back. Oh, he'd forget us by next year. <laughs> oh, God. 
Right. Don't they? they put strong stuff in those drums, don't they? Don't they ever break? That's because I'm such a good drummer. I know just kind of hard to get it. Here I go. I'll be back. No hurry. Huh. Boy, I'm tired. If it was quiet, I bet I'd sleep for a week. What are you figuring now, Blondie? Oh, just making sure we sent a present to everybody who sent us one. We did. Yeah, we sent one extra, too. To Dithers. Can you imagine that guy not giving us a present this year, Blondie? Oh, I guess he just overlooked it. He did not. He's just too mean. Oh, no, Dagwood. It it was just some mistake. You know who Dithers reminds me of? Mm-mm. That old bird in Dickens' Christmas Carol, Scrooge. Dagwood. Yes, sir. You know, Aunt Bessie sent Baby a copy of that story. I know. And, uh, and while you were getting dinner, I read it to Baby. I read it twice. And Scrooge reminded me of Dithers both times. Oh, golly, here comes the drum again. Well, I'll try to keep Baby quiet if you want a little nap, Dagwood. A little nap? I'm short a whole night's sleep now. Baby! Baby! Not so loud. Poor Daddy's tired. Stop now. Well, but, Mommy... This is about all I have to play with. Why, baby dumpling, you have lots of toys. Yeah. They're most all broken now, Mommy. Why did you break the quiet ones first? Here's your toy telephone. You could play with that. Make believe you're calling up somebody. Okay, Mommy. Well, I put my drum down. Oh, oh. Uh, listen, baby. Uh, call up Mommy on that, that uh, toy phone and ask her to keep the house quiet, huh? Daddy wants a nap. Okay, Daddy. Oh. Hello. Is this you, Mommy? Hello. Yes, baby. Hey, Mommy. Is it okay for Daddy to go to sleep on the couch with his shoes on? Oh. Well, on Christmas, I guess it is. Okay, bye. Hey, Mommy, read me a story. Well, what would you like? That book and Vancey spent Christmas Carol. Daddy said he read you that twice. Yeah, I did. It's a fine story, but twice in one day is enough. I know it by heart. You read it, Mommy. Oh, all right. I'll read softly so Daddy can sleep. Here it is. Start here where it tells about the mean old Scrooge, Mommy. All right. It says, Scrooge, a squeezing, wrenching, grasping, scraping, clutching, covetous old sinner. Hard and sharp as flint. My, my goodness, I think Daddy does know it by heart. Yeah, reminds me of Dithers. Shh, Dagwood. Go on, Mommy. Well, he carried his own low temperature always about with him. He iced his office on dog days and didn't thaw it one degree at Christmas. Oh, Scrooge, Dithers. The heaviest rain and snow and hail and sleet could boast of the advantage over him in only one respect. They often came down handsomely, and Scrooge never did. Reminds me <laughs> of a fuddle joke. Fuddle, dithers, and Scrooge. If Daddy worked for Scrooge, I'd tell him where to get off at. I'd ring him up on my phone and tell him like this. Hello, Scrooge and Dithers, Dad Cratchit speaking. Daddy's dreaming, Mommy. <laughs> he's dreaming he's Bob Cratchit, Scrooge's clerk. The door of Scrooge's counting house was open so that he might keep his eye upon his clerk, who, in a dismal little cell, was copying letters. Hello, Scrooge and Dithers Construction Company. Mr. Scrooge is in conference. This is Dad Cratchit. Cratchit! 
Uh, oh, uh, hello, Mr. Scrithers, uh, uh, Mr. Doogee. Uh, uh, the name is Scrooge, Cratchit. You sound like Dithers. Huh? Who's Dithers? The man who sounds like you. What's the matter with you? Are you sleeping on my time? I don't know. I feel kind of funny. You've probably gone batty, Cratchit. When I came in, you were talking to yourself. Oh, no, sir. I was talking on the phone. Phone? Huh? What's that? Uh, why, this thing right here. And I... Uh, uh, hey, where is it? I never heard of a phone. Oh, my mistake. I guess they haven't been invented yet. No. And if they had been, I wouldn't have one. Too expensive. Uh, there's something mighty funny about all this. Ain't funny to me, Cratchit. Wake up! Oh, I wish I could. Trouble is, I keep this office too hot for you. Hot? Look at the frost on the windows, Mr. Scrooge. Nonsense! That's just a little fog outside. It's foggy all over London today. London? Uh, oh, yeah. You act tipsy, Cratchit. Huh? Been drinking the ink? No, sir. I never drink ink. Anyway, it's frozen. Nonsense. Look at the blaze in that fireplace. Oh, that's nothing but some red paper with a candle behind it. Well, use your imagination, Cratchit. Uh, look, Mr. Scrooge, it's Christmas Eve. Couldn't I have a real fire? Just one lump of coal? No. Oh. I can't get at the coal. I'm not going to open the safe again today. Well, then, can I have a sip of water? Now it's water. Well, just a sip. Next it'll be two sips, and then a glass. And then you'll want to bathe in the stuff. Never mind. The water is frozen, too. Good. It'll last longer that way. Now get back to your stool and get to work. Yes, sir. Crack it! Oh, no, yes, sir. What's the idea of two candles burning at once? One each side of the ledger. Uh, why, that's a little invention of mine, Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> I, I can see both sides of the ledger at once that way. Pah! You only work on one side at a time. There. One's enough. Listen. It, it sounds like a drum. Nonsense. That's a horse. It's some fool wasting his money on a handsome cab. Probably my nephew, Fred. Well, it must be nice to take a cab when it's so foggy. Pah! Last time Fred took a cab, he parked double in front of Buckingham Palace. And I had to fix his ticket. Yeah. Listen, they must have met another cab. The traffic in London today is a menace to life and limb. I'll write a letter to the Times. It says, speaking of your nephew, Fred, reminds me. He sent a message today. If he wants money, he won't get it. No, sir. He just said, Merry Christmas. He sent it collect. Merry humbug. Pistache. Fiddle faddle. Christmas. Bah. Oh, come, Mr. Scrooge. Don't Mr. Scrooge me. I suppose you're leading up to asking for the day off tomorrow. Yes, sir, if quite convenient. Well, it isn't. What are you putting your tippet on now for? It's after closing time, sir, and it's a long walk to Camden Town, now that the horse trams have stopped running. What? Stopped? Why wasn't I told? Well, right after you got on the board of directors, Mr. Scrooge, <laughs> the tram stopped running. Why? What happened? Well, you gave orders to cut down the horse's hay. I put him in training, that's all. Huh? Gave them one handful less every day. That way, they didn't miss it. Uh -huh. And in a few weeks, I'd have them used to no hay. Yes, sir. But just when they were getting used to it, they all died. Ah, just lack of cooperation, that's all. Well, don't stand talking, Cratchit. If you're going, get out. Yes, you're wasting the candle. Yes, sir. Uh, could I have my week's wages now? Christmas shopping, you know. <laughs> a fool and his money are soon parted, Cratchit. <laughs> You'll never be rich if you spend as fast as you get it. Well, my family... You can't afford a family. No. Utter extravagance. Oh, but here you are. Five shillings and tuppence apenny. Just for loafing here all last week. Thank you, sir. But it should be five shillings threepence halfpenny. Huh? 
Why the extra penny? I loafed half a day on Sunday, too. Ah, get out! Right. And be here all the earlier day after tomorrow. Yes, sir. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dag. Dag who? Dag gone. I forgot to wish you Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge. Merry Polycock Cratchit. Scaram. Yes, sir. <laughs> Daddy's still asleep, baby Dumplin'. Sure, Mommy. He thinks he's running in his dream. Look at his leg. He thinks he's sliding. Maybe he's dreaming about where Bob Cratchit slid downhill with the boys 20 times before he ran all the way home to Camden Town and Mrs. Cratchit and Tiny Tim. Hey, Blondie. Blondie Cratchit. Where's Tiny Dumplin'? Here I am, Father. Well, Dad Cratchit, what kept you so long tonight? Why, well, I ran all the way home. Who's that in the chimney corner? Cratchit! Oh, this is... Why, it's Mr. Scrooge. Uh, how did you get here ahead of me? I flew, Cratchit. Flew through the air. Oh, you must be spoofing, sir. I never spoof. I had a nasty experience. I found a ghost in my bedroom. Huh? I was counting my money before going to bed... And when I took the padlock off my wallet... I know. A moth flew out. Yes. No! wasn't a moth. It was a ghost. And it didn't come out of my wallet. It wafted through the wall. But that's not the worst. No? No. Oh. This ghost said three other ghosts would come for me. They're going to take me for a ride. Oh, my. Gangster ghosts? No, Christmas ghosts. The first one will be there when the clock strikes one. But I'll fool him. I won't be there. I'll be here. Well, that's fooling them. Oh, hey, maybe they will follow you here. Oh, there goes the clock. Oh, here comes the ghost. I hear him on the stairs. Oh, maybe just one of the neighbors. No, it's the ghost coming for me. In a minute, he'll knock on that door. If you're going to knock, knock. That is one of our neighbors. Sure, uh, Fezwig Fuddle. <laughs> He's a card, too. Don't let him in. I am in, old Scrooge Ball. <laughs> that sounds like Fezwig Fuddle. Yeah, and it looks a little like him. But it kind of looks like a ghost, too. Well, that just goes to show you. <laughs> what do you want with me? Why, buddy, I'm the senior member of the firm of Ghost, Ghost, and Ghost. Tours de Luxe. Have a car, chum. Where are the other members of the firm, huh? All the other boys will be along with us. Uh. Now we have tours of Christmas past, present, and future. I head up the past department myself. Ready for a little excursion, Scrooge UOG? <laughs> no, I don't want to go back in the past. I, uh, I've been there. Well, you never know the old place now. <laughs> Come on, this is for free. Oh, free? Any tips? Nary a tip, pal. Come on, I'll show you some nice spirits. No, you'll get me back in the past and then make me walk home. Oh, no, no tricks on our personally conducted ghost rides, friend. That wouldn't be showing the right spirit. <laughs> you get it? Uh, look, Mr. Scrooge, oh, why don't you go with him? He makes me nervous. Yes, Mr. Scrooge, a little fresh air would do you good. Don't worry, folks. He'll go with me, okay, when the clock strikes one. Oh, oh, it's going to strike now. I'm not going. I, I'll hold on to Dad Cratchit here. No, no, listen. Let go. Oh. Look at Mommy. The ghost is fading. <gasps> so is Mr. Scrooge. So am I. Help! <laughs> They're all gone, Mommy. Oh, Blondie. 
And now, back in the Bumstead home. We find Blondie still reading to Baby Dumpling, and Dagwood still on the couch, dreaming that he is Dag Cratchit. He seems to be having a double-feature dream, so let's catch the last half. Hey, hey, let go. Let go. Let go, Scrooge. Hey, hey, Scrooge. Open your eyes. We're back home again. Well, Dag Cratchit, you gave me a turn. Going out with a perfect stranger like that ghost. I couldn't help it, Blondie Cratchit. Have a nice flight, Well, yes and no. No, definitely no. Uh, See, uh, the ghost showed Mr. Scrooge his old school days. Boy, was little Scrooge smart at arithmetic. Oh, I don't know. Sure you were. Listen, the teacher asked him if he had $5 to divide among nine other kids, how much would each kid get? And Scrooge figured each kid would get uh, 30 cents. Well, I was young and green in those days. I could make a real deal with those kids now. Mm, I see what spoiled your trip now, Mr. Scrooge. Remorse. Yeah. Well, maybe the next trip will be better. The next? Oh, I'd forgotten those other blasted ghosts. Think they'll show up? Oh, listen. Yeah, yeah. here comes the next one. The ghost of Christmas present. Why, that sounds like the Fezziwig Fuddle ghost again. Come in. I am in, buddy. I just whacked through the wall. (laughs) You're the same one who was here before. I thought you were the ghost of Christmas past. Spook when you're spoken to, Scrooge. (laughs) Yeah. You see, our firm is pretty busy right now, and I have to double up on my route. So, so now you're the ghost of Christmas present, huh? No. The way old Scrooge has been acting, he ain't going to get any Christmas presents. <laughs> you get it? Oh, I'm, I'm hot as a firecracker tonight. Well, if you're a firecracker, why don't you go off? How's that? Get it? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, look, leave me out of this next trip, huh, will you? What's the matter? Did you like the ride? Well, uh, you know how it is. I'm not used to flying over housetops with ghosts. Ghosts fly a little high for you, eh? Well, around Christmas time, you've got to expect high spirits. Ah! <laughs> oh, I got a million. Huh? You got a million? Well, now, maybe we can do business. We're going to do business, Pop. My way. Get ready to really step out when the clock strikes one. Again? I don't know what's got into that clock tonight. Listen, I don't want to see any more spooks. Why not? You're kind of a shady character yourself. <laughs> Ooh, get ready. There goes the clock. No, no, I won't go. Don't grab me this time. Hold on to the table. <laughs> oh, he's gone. So is the table. <laughs> oh, look. Yeah, the ghost sent back the table. Well, we'll have something to eat Christmas dinner off of anyway. Yes, but but we haven't anything in the house for Christmas dinner. You mean there isn't any little snack at all in the icebox? Uh, icebox? What's that? Oh, I forgot. That's another thing they haven't invented yet. What will it be when it is invented? Oh, boy. Why, it'll be something to keep food in. All kinds of food and sandwich material. Boy, can I make a sandwich when I have the stuff. It's a shame we're so poor, Dad Cratchit. Yeah, no Christmas dinner. I tried to borrow one of those two crows the chimney sweep caught, but it didn't work. He needed them for his own Christmas dinner, I guess. Yeah. He said his wife's folks were coming over. Well, don't you care, Dad Cratchit. We're better off than poor Mr. Scrooge. Imagine being haunted by flying ghosts like that. Yeah. Hey, listen. It's one of the ghost boys again. Oh, what does he want now? Scrooge isn't here anymore. Well, well, open the door and see what he wants, Dad Cratchit. It makes me nervous when he floats through the wall. 
Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> Fooled you, didn't I? Why, it's Mr. Scrooge. Why, Mr. Scrooge, how did you get away from that last ghost? Yeah, they weren't ghosts at all. No? No. Just something I asked. Oh. You mean you were dreaming? That must have been it. But but how did we get into your dream? Anything can get into a dream, Blondie Cratchit. Look. You want to see what I can do? Look. My arms are empty, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Well, abracadabra, hocus, focus. Now look. Gosh. A turkey. What a turkey. Oh. The biggest bird I ever saw. <laughs> I told you so. I can produce all the fixings, too. Because I'm in your dream now. <laughs> hey, 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 Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> You've changed a lot since I last saw you. Well, I'll tell you, Dad Cratchit. Uh. When I woke up from my dream, I knew I'd been stingy all my life. I was so glad to discover I still had a chance to celebrate Christmas as it should be celebrated that I went around yelling a Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year to all the world. Hello! Whoops! Hello! You did? Yeah. Silly, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. It's lots better than being... Gr well... Say it. Grouchy. I know. Well, that's all over for me. Why, I'm so generous now, it hurts. I'm, I'm loose as ashes. Yeah? Definitely spendthrift. Why, well, I went down to the office and lit two candles. Oh, goodness. Not only that, but I, I'm going to let them burn all night. Oh. <laughs> Atta boy. And you know what, Dad Cratchit? No, what? Well, I lit a real fire in the fireplace. Both lumps of coal. Bingo, like that. Gosh. And then when they were burning good, I went back to the safe and I took out the mortgage I hold over this house you live in. The mortgage? Uh-huh. And I carried it over to the fire. Oh, Mr. Scrooge, did you burn the mortgage? Well, uh, no, but I gave it a pretty bad scorching. Oh, well, uh, say, thanks, Mr. Scrooge. Don't mention it, my boy. Why, <laughs> what a fine fellow you are, Dad Cratchit. Huh? I'm going to raise your wages. Oh, Mr. Scrooge. I insist. Now, let's eat that turkey. It has to be cooked yet. Why, it is cooked. Didn't you notice? Oh, my. When did that happen? And look, Dad Cratchit, the table's all set. <laughs> I fixed that, too. Oh, and and when we're all through eating, will the dishes wash themselves? Why, hmm? positively. I keep telling you, Blondie Cratchit, anything can happen tonight. Golly, oh. a, a raise and a turkey. Thanks, Mr. Scrooge. Say, you're the best boss in the world. From now on, Dad Cratchit, that's what I'm going to be. The top. Why, I'd rather work for you than the WPA. Hey, listen, the bell. The Christmas bell. Hooray for Christmas! Hooray for you, too! <laughs> hey, wait, that's an electric bell. They aren't invented yet. Hey, wait, Scrooge. Don't fade away like that. Wait, Blondie. Where are you going? Oh, my goodness. That doorbell is waking Daddy up, baby. Duncan. Hurry and open the door. Dithers, Mommy. Hello, Blondie. Where's Bumstead? My, what a nice surprise, Mr. Dithers. Why, oh, uh, there's Dad went on the couch. He's, he's been sleeping. No, dreaming. Don't, don't, don't go away. I'm not going anywhere. I just came in. Yeah, best boss a man ever had. How's that? Does he mean me? Oh, why, yes, of course. Well, I never knew just how Bumstead felt about me before. Oh. Hooray, hooray for my boss, Mr. Scrooge. Huh? Oh. What did he call me? A stooge. Uh, no, no. Uh, maybe I'd better wake Dagwood up. I'll wake him. 
Penny Singleton, and Dagwood by Arthur Lake, the Columbia Picture Stars. And so, till next Monday, we leave the Bumsteads, Blondie and Dagwood. Our Blondie Orchestra is directed by Billy Arts, who also creates the special musical effects. The Riley and Kimmy Show Ah, uh, 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 don't touch that dial. Listen to... The subject of money is a delicate one with everybody. 
Mr. Dithers doesn't like it when Dagwood Bumstead asks him for a raise. Mr. Dithers' answer is usually, No, positively no. N-O-E. <laughs> and Dagwood says to Blondie, Ah, oh, gee, Blondie, Mr. Dithers is... Oh, he sure is heartless. Oh, that's too bad, dear. Yeah, only a skunk would act like that. <laughs> but this morning at the Bumstead home, when Alexander comes in and asks for a raise, Dagwood says, No, positively no. K-N-O-W. <laughs> Gee, Pop, you sure are heartless. Yeah, huh? Why, Dagwood, only a F-K-U-know-what mm. would act like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. Mm. Alexander, why don't you try earning some extra money yourself? Huh? Well, instead of asking for money, why don't you earn some? It's easier to ask for. Yeah. <laughs> no, Alexander, you'll have to find some other way of getting that extra money. Hmm. Why don't you think of a good money-making idea, huh? But every time I get an idea, you and Mom always interfere. Hmm. Well, son, we won't interfere this time. No. Now, you'll have a chance to de develop your own initiative, and we'll do our very best to help you. Yeah, hmm? No matter how much we regret it later. Okay. <laughs> Okay, folks, here's the idea of how I'm going to make some money. I just went over and borrowed Dick Cram's little printing press. Oh, holy smoke, Blondie. He's going to print counterfeit money now. Oh, Dagwood, that's absolutely ridiculous. I hope. Yeah. I'm going to print a little newspaper. Why, Alexander, that's wonderful. But I need some money to back the paper. Oh, how much do you need? About $10. It'll be very educational, Mom. That's too educational. Uh, how about three dollars? It's a deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's more like it. <laughs> Give him the money, Dagwood. Uh, who, me? Well, yes, darling. You're the head of the house uh, now. <laughs> I am? Oh, yes, I am. <clears throat> I guess. Uh, here, Alexander. Gee, thanks, Pop. And since you're giving me the money, I'm going to make you the publisher. Swell. <laughs> but what for? In case someone sues me for libel. <laughs> Alexander? Well, how was school this morning? Okay. Except that you and Pop made a few mistakes on my English homework. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, maybe you'd better start doing it yourself, hmm? Oh, no. I just wish you'd be more careful. I'm awful busy right now getting our newspaper ready to go to press. What are you calling your paper? I decided to call it the Tattletale. The Tattletale? Well, that sounds like it's going to have a lot of scandal in it. <laughs> it's going to be loaded with it. Oh. <laughs> well, it sounds very interesting, Alexander. I guess all your little friends will be dying to see the first edition. Yeah. They'll want to see what we've written about their parents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll want to see what their parents... Oh, sure. All the scandal is going to be about the grown-ups. Oh, dear goodness. Uh. Say, Mom. Yes, Alexander. Can kids my age be thrown into jail? Uh, no, I don't think so. Why? Well, in one of the issues of the Tattletale, we're going to demand that the people kick Mayor Snipe out of office. Uh-oh. Come 
time, Dagwood. Finish your coffee. Yeah. Um... It's almost time to leave for the office. Mm-hmm. Okay, Blondie. Mm-hmm. Where's, uh, where's Alexander this morning? Oh, Alexander printed 50 copies of the Tattletale last mm. night, and he and Cookie went out early this morning to sell it. Hey, I didn't know anything about it. A fine way to treat the publisher. <laughs> well, I don't know very much about it either, honey. But he's having a wonderful time. Ah. And it's bound to develop his initiative and teach him something about earning a living. <laughs> yeah. I guess we shouldn't try to help him. Just let him do the whole thing himself. That's right, dear. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. The authorities say it's much better training that way. Psychology, you know. No, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I hope they make a few pennies profit. <laughs> Here they are now. Hello, children. Did you sell your little newspapers? I'll say we did. Every copy. Oh, boy. We clean up two dollars and a half. So this is earning a living. I even sold a copy to Mr. Dithers. Oh, oh, you did? Yeah, he tried to shortchange me. <laughs> yeah, that was Mr. Dithers, all right. <laughs> Alexander, you'll have to put something in your paper sometime about Mr. Dithers. We've got something in it about him this time. And wait till he reads it. Wow! Yeah, hey, 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 that doesn't sound so good. Uh, what did you say about him? <laughs> Let's see a copy, huh? There aren't any more, Daddy. It, what? It said, quote, where was what contractor whose initials are J.C.D. last Thursday night, and how much did he lose? Answer tomorrow, end quote. Dagwood? Huh? I thought you and Mr. Dithers went over to Sheridan City on business last Thursday night. Oh, oh my. I'd better be getting to the office, Were Blondie. you playing poker? Yeah, oh, look at the time. I'd better be getting to the office, dear. Well, goodbye, Blondie. Dagwood! <laughs> goodbye, baby! <laughs> <laughs> game. Alexander, your mother is going to be a regular subscriber to the Tattletale. Bartag, come into my office. Or is someone blowing a foghorn? <laughs> I called you, Bubblehead. <laughs> Have you seen this newspaper the kids are putting out? Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Cookie sold me a copy this morning. Mm. I'm just looking at it now. Well, uh, J.C., put it away and let's get on to business. Oh, yes, sir. Bumpster! <laughs> to whom do you think you're talking? To whom? To you, that's whom. <laughs> Well, just relax a minute. Sit down and rest your half brain. <laughs> this looks like a great little sheet. Even if it is printed on Blondie's notepaper. Yeah. It's the only newspaper in the country that smells of gardenia, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen to this on the local items. Yeah. The Hendersons are going to have a baby next week. It will probably be a boy or a girl. <laughs> they are going to name it after a wealthy uncle, no matter which it is. They want him to leave all his money to the baby. <laughs> well, it's an honest little scandal sheet. Yeah. Sounds like you're overdoing it a little bit, though, don't you think? Now, here's some more. Be sure to get the next edition of The Tattletale. Sensational stuff about Mayor Snipe. Oh, oh that Snipe is trembling in his shoes. Yeah, I bet he is, too. <laughs> now, listen to this. Right. Huh? says, last week, Dagwood Bumstead took a bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an outrage. Oh, so you didn't take a bath? No, I didn't. Yes, I did. Well, you could fool me. 
Alexander. Yeah, well, you wait like T. Alexander. Oh, he knew which way the wind was blowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what the next one is. Yeah. Where was what contractor whose initials are J.C.D.? Hey, what is that? Uh, hey, that sounds pretty good. Go ahead. Go Last ahead. Thursday night. Yeah. And how much did he lose? Answer tomorrow. Good grief. Ah. Uh, oh, what's this? Published by Dagwood Bumstead. That's me. Uh, now, look. Now, wait a minute. I can explain everything. Bumstead? I'm going to beep up your treetop. Yeah, no, I'm going to put my thumb on your Adam's apple and squeeze the cider out of it. Oh, no. <laughs> like this. Look out. Out. Mr. Dennis, cut it out. Dagwood, what are you doing under that sofa? Yeah, well, I'm hiding from Mr. Dithers. Am I sticking out anywhere? Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lump in the sofa. Let's see. Oh, that's a lump. That's my head. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds like Mr. Dithers, all right. Oh, oh my. Well, it's okay now. He, he, he can't find me here. All right, all right. Why, hello, Mr. Dithers. Hello, Blondie. Please tell that rat the cat's come for him. <laughs> rat? Anybody I know? Where's Dagwood? Oh, uh, isn't he at the office? No. Well, I'll wait for him to show up here. Oh, uh, mind if I sit over here on the sofa? Oh, no, 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 no. Go right ahead, but uh, sit down gently. I will. <laughs> oh, my... Oh, this is a wonderful sofa, Blondie. So nice and bouncy. Look at this. Oh, dear. Oh, 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 Sounds sort of hollow-like. I, I surrender. Okay, come out from under there, Bumstead. Yeah. Oh, my poor, poor sofa. Yeah. Cry a little bit for my head, too, while you're there, Blondie. Yeah, I've never felt so flat. Now, Bumstead, are you going to make that little fiend of yours stop printing that paper? Uh, no, Mr. Dithers, I, I don't believe I... Well, I can't. Mr. Dithers, we promised Alexander we wouldn't interfere. Step aside, Blondie, you're about to become a widow. Yeah. Oh. Come on, Bumstead. Oh, look who's coming up the front wall. Oh, it's Mrs. Dithers. Your wife. You mean my warden. <laughs> <laughs> she must have read that item about the poker game. Quick, where can I hide? Oh, r r right under the sofa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stall her off, Blondie. Yeah, I I'll get it, Blondie. All right, Dagwood. But don't expect me to cover up for Mr. Dithers, because Cora's my closest friend. Yeah, well, don't expect me to cover up for Mr. Dithers either. He's my closest enemy. <laughs> oh, hello, Mrs. Dithers. Hello, Dagwood. Uh, won't you come in and uh, sit down for a while? Thank you. Hello, Blondie. Oh, hello, Cora, darling. Blondie, have you seen that red-faced old turkey of mine? <laughs> you mean, uh, Mr. Dithers? Yes. I found out where he was last Thursday. And when I catch him, I'm going to pull out his tail feathers and give him the axe. Uh, <laughs> good for you, Mrs. Dithers. <laughs> oh, uh, won't you sit down here on the sofa? <laughs> Go ahead, just plop right down. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, I will. Oh, 
the air whoosh out of those cushions. <laughs> hey, 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 Daisy. Come here, Daisy. Come on, here, Daisy. Oh, hello, Daisy. Good dog. What in the world is wrong with Daisy? I don't know, Cora. Maybe there's a rat under the sofa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There is, Blondie. Uh, go get him, Daisy. And if you see him, I know you'll lick him. Hey, come on, come on. Go, go away. Now, cut it out. Quit licking my face. Hey, stop being so mushy. Julius Caesar Dithers. Oh. Hello, Cora. Surprise. <laughs> I was looking for a streetcar token that rolled on the bed. Let me help you out from under there. No, no, Cora. Not by my ear. Come on, you poker player. You and I are going to have a little chat at home. Goodbye, Blondie. Goodbye, Cora. Goodbye, Mr. Dithers. Goodbye. I'm Bumstead. Yeah. I want to talk to whoever's responsible for that little scandal sheet as soon as school lets out. It's going to be stopped or your job's going to be stopped. Oh. I have spoken. <laughs> Alexander, here's Mr. Dithers. Oh, hello, Mr. Dithers. And how are you? I believe you know my sister, Cookie. Oh, how do you do? I'm very glad. Hey, you cut that out. <laughs> now listen, bumlets. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that your first edition of the Tattletale will also be your last. Uh, gee, I'm afraid you're mistaken, Mr. Dithers. Yeah, I'm afraid you're mistaken, Mr. Dithers. Yeah, I'm afraid you're mistaken, Mr. Dithers. <laughs> Listen! I'll sue this paper for libel. But, Mr. Dithers, libel's when you say something about a person that isn't true. Yeah, Mr. Dithers. And you did go to a poker game, didn't you? Well, yes. Then it isn't libel. Yeah, boy, it's a good thing Alexander doesn't know about you and that cute secretary. Alexander, I don't think you ought to print all of those bits of scandal. No one's really interested in them. We sold out the whole edition, and the next edition is going to be bigger and better. We're going to expose Mayor Snipe and the police department and... Hey, 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 no, no, not that, Alexander. You'll cave in our whole city government. I'll be glad to take an ad. Well, keep your name out. Cancel the ad. <laughs> okay. As a matter of fact, tomorrow I'm running something special about you. Oh, Alexander, more about Mr. Dithers? Yeah, Mom. I'm going to tell where he was two weeks ago last Monday. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, not that. Well, I've got a lot of work to do now. If you have any other complaints, just write me a letter. Goodbye now. Ah, goodbye. Uh, Alexander, don't do anything rash, will you, please, Alexander? Huh? Well, I guess that's that. The Cattletail editor is a pretty tough character. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dithers, where were you two weeks ago Monday? That's the awful thing. I can't remember. <laughs> but it must be embarrassing. Well, by tomorrow you'll know. Yeah, but... <laughs> so will the rest of the town. Including my wife. Oh, boy, some breakfast, huh, Blondie? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll get the door, dear. All right, darling, but wipe the egg off your face first. Uh, yeah. Oh. 
Are you Dagwood Bumstead? Uh, yes, I'm Dagwood Bumstead. Well, I'm the third item from the top in your gossip column, and I don't like it, Pete. Oh, Dagwood. Blondie, <laughs> we've got to do something about that paper before I run out of teeth. <laughs> the first morning Mr. Ditters has been so late to the office. I, I wonder if anything... Uh, huh? Oh, here he is. Oh, hello, Bumstead. Well, I managed to buy a 40 copies of the Tattletale this morning. Yeah. That'll squelch the story about me. Mm-hmm. Hey, you must have got up kind of early. When I left this morning, Alexander was going into the third home edition. Oh, no. Yeah, and he was thinking about running off a four-star sport final, too. <laughs> Well, that rips it. Yeah. He can print them faster than I can buy them. <laughs> Mr. Dithers, what does it say about you? I haven't looked yet. I was too busy buying papers. Yeah. Your little daughter tried to raise the price to a dime a copy for me. <laughs> oh, and no kidding? Yeah, she got it, too. Well, let's see what it says. Hey, hey, well, what does it say about Mayor Snipe? Look. Uh-oh. It says that Tattletail has evidence that Mayor Snipe mm. has been going to all the football games in a city-owned car. Taxpayers revolt. Whoa! That means trouble. And listen to this. Why? The police missed a burglar the other day because they went ahead and finished their pinochle game. <laughs> we demand an investigation. Oh, my. <laughs> look at the way they spell pinochle. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look. <laughs> Ah, how do you spell pinochle? <laughs> hey, here's something about you right here, Mr. Dithers. Oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Where was J.C. Dithers, the contractor, two weeks ago last Monday? Ah. See answer on page four. Uh-oh. Hey, what? that must have been the time I had trouble with that lady policeman. <laughs> oh, oh, here's the answer. Here it is, right here. He was having dinner with Mrs. Dithers and Mr. and Mrs. Bumstead. That's right, I was. Yeah, yeah and you thought that... Never that... mind what I thought. <laughs> I've been swindled. Oh, dear, either the phone's been ringing or there's been someone pounding at the door all morning long. Well, that's enough of that. Mrs. Bumstead, I demand to see you. Now, just a minute. You can't all come in here. You can come on in, Mayor Snow. Uh, thank you very much. Blondie, Blondie, can I come in, too? No, you can't come in. Oh, oh, it's you, Dad, but of course you can come yes, in. Come you. on, dear. Now then, Mayor Snow. Mrs. Bumstead, never in all my years of public service, years in which I worked unfailingly and untiringly to make our fair city a model of good government, <laughs> never, I say, have I been exposed to such a low, mean, dastardly attack. <laughs> Where is the editor of this little newspaper? Upstairs under the... He's hiding. <laughs> I'd like to give him a good hiding myself. You would. Well, you'd have to do it over the bodies of two dead bumsteads. I'd like to do it that way, too. <laughs> Did you see this? The tattletale has evidence that Mayor Snipe has been going to all the football games in a city-owned car. Taxpayers... Revolt. How dare they publish a thing like that? How dare they? Well, probably because he saw you in that car at the games the same as everybody else has. Yeah, I saw you at the Sandusky game in that car. <laughs> and I'm in the favor of revolting. 
You are revolting. Yeah, well, maybe Alexander ought to print the inside story about how you judge that bathing beauty contest. Uh, yes, well, yeah. <clears throat> well uh, I'll, um, I'll say no more about this childish prank. But uh, when you talk to the editor... Ask him to lay off me, will you, please? <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, Nair Snipe. Yeah, yeah, goodbye, Snipey. What did you find out? And you might tell those other people out there who want to see the editor that they'd better mend their ways and go on home. I'll do my best. Oh, Dagwood, Dagwood, Dagwood. I think we've suffered enough. Yeah, you do, huh? I do. Mm. Yeah, well, it's up to the editor to do his own suffering from now on. Mm. Here goes. Alexander! I'm right here out of tears. Oh. I was listening. Mm. Well, Alexander, we're very proud of you. Yeah. And we think the Tattletale is a cute little paper, and you've done very well with it. Only now you've got to take some of its responsibility. Yeah, and maybe you ought to write about kids your own age, and I'll buy you a pair of boxing gloves. <laughs> you see, Alexander, we don't want to ask you to stop putting out the paper. But you'll have to do that or go out and talk to those people on the front porch. There's the chief of police, one member of the board of education, the truant officer. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hmm? And several other people. Mom, I've decided to give up the newspaper. I didn't realize that an editor lives such a dog's life. Yeah, it's a little tough to take, huh? And it might give me hardening of the arteries and make me nervous. And strong high. <laughs> well, Alexander, your newspaper was a big success while it lasted. But come on, tell your mommy what he's going to do now. Hmm? Well, I've been thinking it over. I think I'll take my chemistry set down to the basement and start working on something quiet and restful, like inventing fireworks. Oh, dear. Here we go again. <laughs> Ah, uh, 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 don't touch that dial. Listen to... Blondie! Yes, folks, it's another half hour of fun with Blondie and Dagwood, brought to you by the Colgate Palm Olive Tea Company, makers of the new super suds with Pie Ray, and Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while it cleans your teeth. Last week, the Riley Brothers Circus came to town and Dagwood promised to take Cookie and Alexander. But as the days went by, Dagwood forgot all about it. So one morning before Dagwood came down to breakfast, Alexander said to Blondie, Mom, which Pop going to take us to the circus? Well, I don't know, Alexander. Your father's been very busy at the office this week. He promised to take us. Well, Cookie, why don't you and Alexander use the power of suggestion on your father? What's the power of suggestion? Oh, you just hint around about the circus until suddenly your father gets a brilliant idea. What idea? To take you to the circus. Oh, but that's our idea. Yeah. Well, believe me, children, it'll work a lot better if you let your father think it was his idea. Well, sounds kind of goofy to me, but we'll do it. Hey, is breakfast ready yet? 
Daddy's coming downstairs now. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, son, the power of suggestion, but don't be too obvious about it. Okay, Mom. Oh, boy, I'm starved. Here I come, ready or not. Oh, oh Dadwood, you're not dressed. It's... You forgot to put on your trousers. It's... Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Here I come, ready or not. Huh? Hi, Mom. <laughs> Oh, hi, kids. Uh, well, what's new, huh? Now, sit down, dear. Your breakfast will be ready in a minute. Okay, Blondie. <laughs> Pop. Y- yes, Alexander? We want to try the power suggestion on you. Y- you do? Yes. We suggest you take us to the circus. Uh-huh. Keep quiet. Yeah, now, now, look, kids. Be, be quiet. Let, let your pop read the paper, please. <laughs> Here's your breakfast, honey. Oh, thanks, dear. <laughs> Did you see this big ad in the paper, Pop? Yeah, pass us all, please, Cookie. Which ad is that, Alexander? It says, Wally Brothers Circus. Educational enjoyment for every child. Yeah, yeah, cream and sugar, too, Cookie. Yeah. Fine tingling thrills for kids from six to Yeah, years. boy, these eggs are just right, Blondie. 150 best of fine ass. Yeah. 40 marching elephants. Yeah. 50 lions and tigers. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is good coffee, Blondie. 60 beautiful girls. 60. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just got a brilliant idea. What is it, Pop? Let's all go to the circus tonight. Yeah, Gosh, Pop, you're swell. Oh, I wouldn't say that, Alexander. But I don't mind if you say it. <laughs> Holy smoke, look at the time. I got to leave right away, Blondie. Oh, oh wait, Daddy. But don't go yet. Don't go yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, gee, honey, you sort of hate to see me go out the door, don't you, huh? Yes, dear. Particularly without your pants on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to hurry. I'll be right down. We're going to the circus. We're going to the circus. Man, <laughs> Pop thought it was all his idea. Gosh, that part of suggestion really works. Uh-huh. Hi, Mom. Lunch ready? Almost, Alexander. Go upstairs and wash your hands and face. Oh, gee, do I have to? Yes, you have to. Hmm. Oh dear. What's that peculiar odor? I don't smell anything. Oh. Well, where were you all morning, Alexander? Over Jimmy Dexter's house. Oh. Well, go on upstairs and wash your hands and face. Oh, gee, Mom, I just washed my hands and face this morning. Hmm. I wonder what in the world that is. Boy, Jimmy Dexter and I had fun this morning. We were playing circus with his pet, Billy Goat. (laughs) Well, I'm not wondering anymore. (laughs) So you and Jimmy were playing with a Billy Goat all morning. Yeah. Alexander, I've changed my mind. Huh? Don't go upstairs and wash your hands and face. Okay. Go upstairs and take a long, hot bath. (laughs) Oh, my. Circus tonight? Okay, I'll take a bath. But can I ask you something first? Well, what do you want to ask me? Can I have Jimmy Dexter's Billy Goat? Why? Does he want to get rid of it? His father does. If I had it, I could start my own circus. Heaven forbid. Besides, what do you think your father would say about your having a billy goat? Well, couldn't we keep it a secret? I'm afraid things like that have a way of getting around. <laughs> well, gee whiz, I don't see what's so terrible having one billy goat. Remember, you and Pop were kids once. What? Well, you haven't always been old. Uh, oh. Uh, well, I guess it just seems that way. Why can't I have it, Mom? Mm, you'd better ask your father about having a billy goat, Alexander. Well, Pop says yes. What will you do? I'll just pray for a strong wind. <laughs> Hello, 
That's you, Bumstead? This where Corporal Julius Dithers hangs out? Joe Clot. Sergeant Joe Clot. <laughs> remember, Julie? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll say I remember. I haven't seen you since the Army in 1918. Yeah, you were a corporal and I was a sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> remember that last leave in Paris? Wow. Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Joe Clark. Yeah? Been a long time. What are you doing in town, anyway? Tigers Club convention starts today. Tigers Club? Oh, sure, you know, Tigers Club, like the Lions Club, the Elks, the Moose. Oh, sure, Tigers Club. Yeah, roar! What's that? Oh, that's our club greeting. <laughs> Hey, why don't you join the Tigers Club, Julie? I'll get you an invite. Oh, I don't know, Joe. Oh, it's good for business. You meet a lot of fellas. Swell blowouts. Get to go to the conventions. Might be a good idea, Dad. Well, sure it is. Well, uh, could my assistant be a member, too? His name's Bumstead. Well, sure thing. Hey, why don't you and Bumstead be my guests tonight? Well, what's tonight? The Tigers Club Stag Banquet. Stag Banquet? Sure. You know, Julie. Stag Banquet. Rawr, rawr. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, I'll call Bumstead. Okay, Corporal Dithers. As you were, Sergeant Clutch. <laughs> Bumstead, come in here. Oh, uh, did you call me, Mr. Dithers? Bumstead, meet my old buddy, Joe Klotz. Mm-hmm. We were in the Army together in 1918. Oh, glad to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> what were you in, the K-9 Corps? <laughs> of course not. Joe was a major and I was a general. Oh. <laughs> a general. Mr. Giddes, you, you told me before that you were an admiral. What? Oh, well, yes. I was an admiral general. Oh. <laughs> I, I was just telling Julie Bumstead that you and him should join the Tigers Club. Yeah, Joe has invited us to be his guest at the Tiger Sky Banquet. Huh? Oh, that, that's great. Now, let me see. There was something... Yeah, it seems like there was something I was supposed to do tonight. Oh, uh, nonsense, Bummy. I didn't give you any homework tonight. No, you didn't. But oh, wait a minute. I must have been thinking of last night, yeah. Well, I'll call Blondie and ask her if I can go with you, huh? You mean ask your wife if you can go? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. said the trouble with you is you don't stand up for your rights. Mm. Make your own decisions. Mm. What are you, a man or a mouse? Assert yourself. Be like me. Yeah, well, I don't like to be a rat. I... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, come on, Bumstead. If you don't go, you're going to miss a lot of fun. Bumstead, this is an order. You have to go with us. Yeah, well, I still don't think I should go without telling Blondie. You have to go. I won't go. All right, you're fine. All right, I'll go. Thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> I promise you, it'll be a circus. Oh, boy, this will be a circus. Oh, circus. Hey, that's just where I was going to go tonight. I was going to take Alexander and Cookie to the circus. Now, oh, my, if I don't take them, I'll... Be a flop as a pop. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, oh, Blondie. Uh, this is the first chance, dear, that I've had to uh, phone you. Yeah. Well, you see, Mr. Gitters is making me have dinner with a bunch of tigers. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so you and the children go ahead, and I'll meet you at the circus later. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you in front of the sideshow where they had that, that dancer, Little Egypt. What? Well, if that's the way you feel, dear. Yes, okay, then look for me by the monkey cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Goodbye. What'd she say? She said for me to wear a hat. 
Hey, this one, fellas. I just found out we're going to march into the circus behind our tiger band. Yeah. Isn't that great? Oh, say, do you Dithers play any band instrument? Uh, well, Mr. Dithers blows his own horn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, come on, fellas, let's get going, huh? Boy, I can't get to this circus soon enough. Uh, I'll march any place you want me to except in front of the trombones. <laughs> wonder what's keeping your father. Do you think I should go down to the monkey cage and look for him? Oh, Cookie, is that a nice thing to say? Well, he might be sharing a few peanuts with us. Uh-oh. Hey, look, here comes another band. With a lot of clowns behind uh-huh. And look at that big tiger. The way he's in the middle. Hmm. I'll bet if he had one of pop sandwiches, that bag would really drag. <laughs> oh, your father would love this. I wish he were here. What happened? Look, huh? Mark. Oh, those are men wearing a tiger costume. And look, children, the man in front is grabbing the man in back and, and trying to stuff him into the lobby. <laughs> 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 I, huh? It's Mr. Gibbons. Oh, oh, come on, children. I don't know how your father got into this, but we're going down there and get him out of it. <laughs> Boy, that was the swell circus I ever saw. Mm-hmm. And, Pop, you were funnier than any of the other clowns. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I suppose. Now, now, let's be quiet. Cookie's sound asleep. Uh, where, where do you want me to put her, Blondie? Here, give her to me. I'll take her upstairs and put her together. Oh, I'll carry her upstairs. No, never you, mind. Dear. Never mind. Here, now, come on. Give her to me. Now, you'd better rest after your strenuous evening. Yeah. Shall we go in the kitchen and have something to eat? Well, I didn't eat much supper, so I'd be able to eat a lot of popcorn. Mm. And then I didn't judge much popcorn. Mm, yeah, well, okay, come on, Alexander. I'll fix you a nice sandwich. Come on. Mm. Mm. While I'm at it, I think I'll make one for myself. Yeah, mm. I think I'll make a Bumstead number three special. Gee, that's got to get rid of his coat. Can I have it? Oh, it would be too hard to take care of, Alexander. Oh, I know it wouldn't, Pop. I'd take good care yeah. of it. Now, let's see. Now, what will I put in my sandwich? Pickled herring, horseradish, salami, onion, little Limburger cheese, little peanut butter to sort of cement it together. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Let's see now. What else will I have in that sandwich? And all that gold is eat is wood and paper and tin cans. Yeah, well, it's a wonder the fool things don't get sick putting that mixture in their stomach. Huh? <laughs> Oh, gee, Pop, can I have him? Yeah, I, I don't think he's better, Alexander. You don't think he's better what, Dad? Uh, I don't think Alexander should have a billy goat, Blondie. Well, I didn't think you would. Mm. In fact, I'd just assume you didn't even play with that goat, Alexander. After you've been around it for a while, you... you. Well, I'd just assume you didn't play with it. Yeah. Well, gosh, if that's the way everybody feels, I guess there's nothing for me to do. Leave home and join a circus. Yeah. Uh, leave home? Just because you can't have a billy goat? Yeah, I guess I'd better leave. Hmm. Oh, but Alexander, you can't do that. So you're going to run away and join a circus, huh? Imagine a bumstead being in a circus. Hmm. No, no, no. No, no. A bumstead in a circus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander, uh, when do you think that you'll be leaving? Huh? Oh, well, tonight, I guess. Mm, tonight, huh? I know it's a hard thing to do, but I'll just have to be a man and make my own decisions. Yeah, hmm. Alexander, uh, take a little look outside. Yeah. 
It is pretty dark. And no place to sleep, either. Okay, if you want me to stay tonight, I won't leave home until the first thing in the morning. The first thing in the morning, huh? Yeah, the first thing after breakfast. We'll return to Dagwood's Londy and Alexander in just a minute. New Super Touch contains Pyrate, better than sunshine any day. Gets washed white and colors bright. Notice that we didn't finish our Super Touch jingle? Well, you write the last line for that jingle, and you may win a new 1949 Ford. So get new Super Suds from your dealer. Ask him for complete official rules and entry blanks for the big Super Suds jingle contest. <laughs> Alexander's packing his suitcase. He is? What for? Well, don't you remember what he said last night? He's leaving home to join the circus. Oh, stop worrying, dear. Now, just act like we're not going to try to stop him, see? He won't leave home. I know Alexander. He won't even go out of his room today. Well, bye, folks. Yeah, goodbye, Alexander. Uh-huh. Hey. Hey, wait a minute. Where, where, where are you going? I'm leaving home. I guess. Of course, if you and Mom really want me to stay. Oh, no, no, no. We've changed my mind. <laughs> we uh, don't want to stand in your way. Oh, you wouldn't be standing in my way, Pop. Oh, no, you wouldn't be standing in his way, Dad. Uh, no, Blondie, no, dear. Alexander's made his decision, and I wouldn't want to interfere. Oh. Um, what have you got in your suitcase, Alexander? Oh, I just took the important stuff. Only the things I really need. Mm. Now, what things? Well, my water pistol. Oh, yeah. Everybody should take a water pistol when you go on a trip. <laughs> and my butterfly collection. Yeah, you'll need that too, all right, yeah. And my baseball bat. A baseball bat. <laughs> in that tiny little suitcase? How'd you get a baseball bat in there? I saw it in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that should fit, I guess, yeah. Well, 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 well... I guess I'd better get started if I'm going to join the circus. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, but you're going to eat breakfast first, aren't you, Alexander? Well, if you really want me to stay, you Mom. Know, sure, we want you to stay <clears throat> till after breakfast, I mean. Huh? Oh, sure, till after breakfast. <laughs> Where is he, Dagwood? Well, he's coming down now, Blondie. He he went up to pack his suitcase again. Oh, Dagwood. Yeah? Do you think we should let him leave? Now, don't worry. He won't go far. He'll come back. Just don't let him think that we're concerned. He has to realize that he can't get things by threatening to leave home. Oh, I guess you're right, dear. Oh, here he comes now. Let's just go on eating our breakfast. All right, all right. Well, I guess I'll get going. Um, mm. Okay, Alexander. Goodbye, Mom. Bye, Pop. Boy, it's been nice living here. Mm-hmm. Too bad I had to end this way. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, Alexander. So long. Well, well, there he goes. Oh, gee, Mom, don't cry. I'll stay. Oh, uh, I'm not crying, Alexander. Oh, you're not? Uh-uh. Well, I guess I'll be going. Bye, folks. Yeah, goodbye, Alexander. There he goes again. What'd you say, Pop? <laughs> I uh, said goodbye, Alexander. Oh, so uh. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's funny. I, I know Mr. Dithers must be in his office. I'd, I'd better look. Oh, good morning, Mr. Dithers. Well, how do you feel after last night, huh? Oh, oh my head. No. I know, but how do you feel? Oh, oh, oh my head. How's your buddy, Joe Clark? Oh, his head, too. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's too bad. I guess it's a good thing Blondie took me home. Bum said I feel awful. Oh, my head. Shut the door, Bum said. Okay, J.C. Oh, you have to slam it? Yeah. Now my ears are ringing. Uh, no, no, no. That, that, that's the phone, Mr. Diddy. I'll get it. Uh, hello? Oh, yes, Blondie. What? You think Alexander's really gone? Oh, my. This is all my fault, Blondie, dear. Okay, I'll find out where the circus went to today and see if he's there. Goodbye. What's the matter? Alexander, well, he's left home to join the circus and i got to go find him. Oh, that's nothing new. What? Every boy wants to run away and join a circus at some time or other. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was seven. I told my father that for two cents I'd run away from home. Uh, what happened? The easiest two cents I ever made. See, <laughs> I, I wonder where the circus went to. Oh, I think it's in Sheridan City today. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and find your little bumlet. <laughs> I wonder when I can get a bus for Sheridan City. Hey, that looks like Mrs. Bob Orpington's big long limousine coming this way. Hey, Mrs. Bob Orpington, hey! <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Bob Orpington. Oh, Mr. Bumstead, hello, hello there, dear boy. <laughs> uh, how are you? Oh, I'm... This is a fiddle. Mm. Oh, you don't, uh, you don't happen to play violin, do you? Yeah. Oh, hey, no, no, I don't. Oh, how too bad. You know, this morning I went to the gymnasium for a little exercise. Mm. Oh, they have the handsomest new gym instructor. Mm. He left me simply breathless. <laughs> oh, he did? Yes, he hit me in the stomach with a medicine ball. Hey, uh, what did you do? What did I do? Mm. Well, I did what any well-bred person would do. I turned blue. <laughs> uh, how are you, dear? Oh, uh, not too good. Oh, you look very good to me. So uh, strong, so handsome, so uh, Gregory Peckish. <laughs> but, uh, but tell me, uh, what's the uh, trouble? Uh, well, my son wanted to run away from home, you see. Oh? Uh, and he, well, he wanted to join a circus or get a billy goat, and I told him that he'd have to choose between the goat and me, so he took the goat. <laughs> you know, I ran away from home when I was ten. Uh, did you want a billy goat? Uh, no, I wanted a minky coat. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, where are you going? Uh, can I drop you anywhere, dear boy? Well, I've got to get to the circus at Sheridan City and find uh, Alexander and bring him home. Well, hop right in, hop right in, and I'll take you there, dear boy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, uh, my late husband, Mr. Buff Orpington, the man who invented the chicken, you know. Ah, yeah. <laughs> he, he always used to say, be it ever so humble, there's no place like home if you can't find any other place open. <laughs> Oh, my God.
Alexander, are you still here? I thought you'd left home to join the circus. Well, I just came back to tell you goodbye. Well, you told me that at breakfast. Well, I was thinking, maybe I could forget about Jimmy Dexter's Billy Goat. Oh, really? If I didn't have to wash my hands and face every time I eat. Uh-uh, uh-uh, nothing doing. As long as you live in this house, you'll have to wash your face and hands before you sit down to the table. Well, I guess I'll get started. I'll go up and say goodbye to Pop. All right, you go up and... Oh. Oh, my goodness. What's the matter? Well, your father's gone to the circus at Sheridan City. He has? Yeah. Gee, is he going to wag the tail of the tiger again? Oh, never mind that. He's looking for you. And I guess we better start looking for him. Oh, Come on, well, we certainly don't want Pop to run away and join a circus, do we? No, sir, Alexander. But we'd better get him quick before the circus hires another clown. <laughs> just about everywhere for him. Well, if you were a Dagwood looking for an Alexander, where would you go? Well, I guess maybe I'd be with the feed the animals. Let's go look. Okay. Hey, mister, give him the peanuts, not the shells. Oh, hey, do I have to? Huh? There he is, Mom. You're right, Alexander. You, Dagwood. Hey, Pop. Pop. Hey, 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 Sonny. Come, come, come here, Sonny. Have you seen a little boy around here named Alex? Uh, oh, Alexander, it's you. It sure is, Pop. Oh, oh, Alexander, my little old boy. I found you at last in Blondie. Yes, Dagwood, we're mm-hmm. here. Look, dear, I just found Alexander. <laughs> I thought to myself, where would I go at the circus if I were Alexander? So I came here, and sure enough, I found him. Look we were looking for you, too, Pop. Oh, yeah? I knew you'd get lonesome for your old Pop. <laughs> well, right now, I'm not sure who was looking for whom. Hmm. But we'd better get home for dinner. Oh, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Mom, as soon as we get home, will you remind me of something I have to do right away? What's that, Alexander? I want to go upstairs and wash my face and hands for supper. <laughs> Don't go away, folks. The Bumsteads will be back in just a moment. Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. No other toothpaste does a better job of cleaning teeth than Colgate Dental Cream. For Colgate Dental Cream has a safe polishing agent that cleans your teeth both gently and thoroughly. Brings out their natural sparkle and beauty. You can actually see and feel the difference. So see if you don't agree with the millions who have made Colgate Dental Cream America's favorite toothpaste. And always use Colgate Dental Cream after you eat and before every date to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. <laughs> there, y'all tucked in comfy now? Mm-hmm. Good night, Alexander. Good night, Mom. We're certainly glad you decided not to run away. Yeah, we sure are. (laughs) Alexander, you really were a big help in finding your father. I know, Mom. But don't tell Pop. It might spoil his fun. He really thinks he found me. For soft, dreaming, glamorous hair, try Luster Cream Shampoo. 
Be a lovely luster cream girl. Dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl. You owe your crowning glory to a luster cream shampoo. Remember, folks, every Wednesday over these same NBC stations, another half hour of fun with all the Bunsteads brought to you by Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while it cleans your teeth. And the new Super Suds with Pyray, better than sunshine to get washed white, colors bright. Tell all your friends to tune in next Wednesday at the same time for Blondie, written by John L. Green, starring Penny Singleton and Arthur Lake with Hanley Safford. This is Howard Petrie saying good night from Hollywood. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R I L E Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.